Welcome to Dream Big and Implement Small. I'm Janessa Durrani. I help women discover their meaning outside of motherhood and the energy to pursue it through simple 10-minute-a-day systems and practices so that they can feel whole once again. And this is my podcast, where each week in 20-ish minutes or less, I share my tips, tricks, hacks, and stories on how to dream big and implement small to go from chaos to calm. I hope you were able to listen to last week's episode where I interviewed an amazing mother-daughter duo on how they were able to maintain and strengthen their bond through the college years with Happy Mail. It was the inspiration of my new Happy Mail subscription, giving you everything you need to up your own Happy Mail practice. Once a month, I'll send you four beautiful inspirational postcards with the stamps because who the heck has time to go to the post office? And each week, I'll give you ideas on who to send them to and even what to say. Visit adailypractice.mn.co or check out today's show notes. The Happy Mail subscription enables you to stay connected to who matters most to you one beautiful postcard at a time. Okay, my friend. This week, I was talking to a woman that is a new a new colleague. And we were sharing stories on how we got started and how we got to the place that we are right now and so on and so forth. And in the course of the conversation, she goes on to say, I'm a type AAAA person and I am always on the go. And my kids are always like, aren't you going to rest? You need to rest. And I say, oh, I'll rest when I'm six feet under. Ever been there? As she was talking, I'm like, I used to be her. There's times when I'm still her. And nothing in what she was saying is wrong. And it is so much a sign of the times that I feel like this is where we're at, where our productivity has someone somehow gotten so intertwined with our worth. Our productivity is our badge of honor. Our busy is to be rewarded and to be praised. And praise keeps coming up in my topics. And and there's so many pieces of it, right? And And for me, even though I say it's not wrong, being that model to our children and to our coworkers, to those that work for us, with us, our family, to set this bar that we always have to be on the go and there's no time for rest and there's work to be done and I'm going to do the work and I'm not going to stop is not really a great message, nor is it sustainable because we're all going 
to fall apart. It's not if, it's just when. And it made me think of this a few, I think I might have mentioned on the podcast sometime this summer, I was in a group of women and we were talking and in the course of the conversation, there's probably 15 women in the room and about 11 of them had had COVID over, you know, the months prior. And each and every one of those women lamented on how lovely having COVID was, uh-huh, because they got to rest. They didn't have to do all the things. They got to isolate. Um, that's not okay. We should not be looking forward to getting sick so that we have an excuse to rest to have time to ourselves, to take a hard stop in our lives. That is not freaking okay. So how does this start? I don't know how you got to this place of busy, but this is my journey. I come from sturdy farm stock. I am from a small town in Iowa Both of my grandparents or my grandfathers were farmers and my grandmothers were farmers' wives and some of my aunts and uncles fell into that same category. And there's a piece of farm life that you work from when the sun comes up till when the sun goes down. And when the sun goes down, You've got to just go to bed because it's time to get up and do it again tomorrow. My aunts, my mother, my grandparents, they never stopped. My grandmother vacuumed every night after she made dinner. So you make dinner, you clean it up, you vacuum, you get everything reset, you go for the next day. It was a never-ending machine. Work was never done. And in reality, that's not just farm life. That is our life. Work is never done. Laundry, I say, is never done unless every single person in your family walks around butt naked all day while you're doing laundry. Because as soon as you finish the laundry, they take their clothes off, get their pajamas on, and now there's laundry again. There's nothing that's ever done. So this idea that we have to always keep working to make sure that the work is done doesn't serve us because we're just on that hamster wheel, okay? I also then get to college, go to design school, moved to Boston, worked in a design firm, and now I'm in a professional services firm. So if you haven't worked in professional services, law, architecture, um, trying to think of others that fall into the category, that you're, you're on a billable hour, you're working by the hour, you don't understand maybe this mentality of like idle time is just a loss to the company. So you got to stay busy 
And you got to keep doing the work so that you can keep billing the time. And so that's kind of how I got to this place. And then just over time, I feel like we then start in motherhood. And now there is, if ever there was a time to be comparative, it is as a young mom. I wasn't actually a young mom. Let's say new mom. So new moms are like, I can hardly keep my eyes open. I've got a newborn. I've got crazy going on. And then there's that one mom that is like fully showered. Their child is dressed to the nines. They have, you know, alphabetized their baby food. You know the ones, right? And then we start like aspiring to her. And then we're like, I got to do all the things. And then someone's like, oh my gosh, look at you're doing all the things. You're doing great. And you're like, oh, yay. Oh, yay. Someone noticed. Someone noticed. I'm getting praise for doing the work. And then we work harder so we can get more praise. And then we work harder. And then we work harder. And then the people who used to give us praise now just expect that's just the way she operates. There's nothing interesting there. That's just who she is. And so then we think maybe if we work a little harder, then they'll notice. But the thing is, is they're living their own freaking lives. We don't need their praise, first of all. Second of all, we are now just creating work so that we can stay busy. And this is, again, that hamster wheel. And that's what gets us all the way through this motherhood journey, right? And so when someone says, oh, could you help with this? You're like, oh, yes, because I like to be busy. I like to keep myself busy. We, we convince ourselves that busy is good. Busy feels good. Busy is doing good. And then... As I say, as our children, as they were young, we were literally keeping them alive. They were feeding from us, sleeping because of us. We were keeping them from falling downstairs and being hit by cars. It was a full-time job. But as they've gotten older, they haven't needed us so much. In the same way. I will say that my big kids, I think feel, I feel they need me more now than when they were littler, but it isn't as time consuming. So as they get older, their demand on our time has gone down, but we like to be busy. So now we start just filling time with activities that don't really fill us up that we're just doing. We do them because we've always done them. We have not stopped to ascertain what really needs to be done. And we are so sure that busy is good, busy is doing good, and that our worth is tied up in this. 
I have an app on my phone called Time Hop that every day it's like, five years ago, you said this and 10 years ago, you posted this and this is a photo you took 13 years ago and so forth. There is not one week that goes by that I do not have a post that has something to do with, oh my gosh, I got so much done today. Or, oh my gosh, this has been such an unproductive week. The amount, I get it that Facebook used to be, we only could say words and we posted really stupid things. 10 years from now, everything we're posting now is going to seem stupid as well. But the amount of times that I talked about productivity is insane. It just goes to the fact that this has been a huge piece of my life. Now, don't get me wrong. Helping you be more productive is part of what I do. But it isn't about being busy. That is the first piece that we have to break apart. This is like an onion that has lots of layers. Busy does not equate productive. I am the type of person who, back in the day when I used to be a list keeper, I do not do lists now. In the community, there is a a article on Tickle Me Organized, all about my tickler file. That is what keeps me focused now. Lists. I'll do a I'll actually do a whole podcast on why you need to ditch the list. But I was the one that would like, I'm putting everything on my list. Oh, this is what I need to do today. Oh, but let me think about all the 75 things that I need to do this year. And it starts to get bigger and then it gets overwhelming. And then I go and I fold the load of laundry, but that wasn't on my list. But I now I'm going to add it to my list and cross it off so that at the end of the day, I could see what I actually did. It wasn't any of the things that I intended to do. And this happens every time I do a one-on-one with one of my clients. At some point in their journey, they have the discussion. I didn't get that done, Janessa, but I did do this, 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 and this. Well, that's great. But none of those things have anything to do with the intention that you had set for yourself. They're just things that didn't matter. My goal for you is to be able to say a resounding yes to everything that matters and an absolute hell no to everything else. But we can't do that in the midst of busy. So I want you to right now just stop. Stop what you're doing. And I want you to take out a piece of paper or the back of a napkin. Perfection isn't what this is about, my friends. 
If you're walking, do this when you get back. If you're driving, please don't try to do this while you're driving. I want you to do an audit of your life. I'm sure I've had you do this a million different times for a million different ways, but this is the only way that we can get awareness, which is the first step at any initiative that we take over in our personal development journey. We can't fix something that we do not see. So I need you to dump out all the things that you do, all the things that keep you busy. I'm doing meal planning. I do carpool. I am cleaning. I do laundry. I have all these things as it relates to work because work is a whole other piece. We have our work within our family and we have the work outside of our family. And that for some of you might be volunteering. That might be something that you work from home. It might be self-employment. It might be working for others outside of the home. Makes no difference. All of these things, we can get into a place of we're just busy. So what are all the things that you do. Now, on that list, what are the things that you, you are the only one absolutely could not be done by anyone else but you? Make a new list of those things. You list lovers, you're going to love this. This is the only time I'm letting you do lists. Everything else that's left can it be deleted? This is something that nobody else even knows, cares, and so forth. If this never got done again, it's not a big deal. Can it be delegated? You do not have to be the one to do everything. You don't. Can your children do it? I know that they're not going to do it as well as you. It's okay. Can your partner do some of it? Can you outsource it? Meal planning, meal prep, groceries, laundry. There's there's services for these things, my friends. Now, let's go back to the list that you are the only one that can do it. This is where I want you to put on your designer hat. What could be a system or practice that you can put into place that would make it infinitely easier. Two examples. Laundry. First of all, I don't think laundry has to be you, but let's say it was. You could, for example, get three different laundry baskets, have them available for the whole family. Whites go in this one, colors go in this one, darks go in this one. It's already sorted. One load of laundry a day. Whites are on Mondays, colors on Tuesdays, darks on Wednesdays, towels on Thursdays, and sheets on Fridays, let's just say. One load of laundry a day is easy. Five loads of laundry on Saturday is daunting. That is sucking our energy. That is keeping us from doing all the other quality things one could do with a Saturday. Grocery shopping. I have a grocery list in Word on my computer, organized by 
section of the grocery store. So there's a meat section, there's dairy, there's the grocery, like, you know, inner aisles, and there's produce and frozen. And all the things that I ever buy are on there. And then each week I print one out and I mark off all the things that I don't need. I circle all the things that I do need. I add the things that I might need this week, which then I add to the Word document so it's already done. For those of you that do grocery shopping online, it's the same idea. You go through, it's like, this is everything you normally buy. And you're like, yep, I do. No, I don't. Yes, I do. And no, I don't. Making it easy. Meal planning. I, this is one area that I have gotten down to a science. So at our house, it is formulaic. Monday's Meatless Monday. Tuesday's Taco Tuesday. Wednesday, it's all about pizza. Thursday is for pasta. Friday is takeout, otherwise known as my day off. Saturday is whatever's left. And Sunday is Sunday dinner. Like more of a fancy dinner. Okay. So take Taco Tuesday. One week we could be having tortillas. One week we have tostadas. One week we have burritos. You see how there can be variation in there. It doesn't have to be the same or it can be. I have a family that kind of likes the same thing over and over again. So this is where I want you to look at the things that take you lots of time. And I want you to have that George Jetson idea of like pushing the red button, pushing the button. It's just one, like I've got my job down to just one little push of a button and it's all automated. Once we can do that type of situation where we can take all of this busy and take it down, you're going to gain back time. Okay. But what we are doing now is that we've gained back time every year as our kids have gotten older. But what we've done is we've just filled it with other things. Now, any time that you get back, I want you to give it back to yourself. I want you to schedule time for things that matter most to you. So often, everyone will say to me, just, I don't have time. I don't have time. You do have the time, my friends. You have control of what you do. You need to schedule, prioritize you into your life. It is not about working harder. It's about working smarter. And it's about praising yourself and taking your worth for what you are contributing to the world that matters most to you. Do you want more calm, more balance, more adventure, more connection, more passion? Start scheduling that into your life. And we cannot add more until we let something go, which is what today's episode has all been about. 
To say that we will rest when we're six feet under or when we get COVID is not okay. We need to model to our loved ones that it is not only okay to rest, replenish, and fulfill, it is a necessity. Breaking busy is hard. Finding your worth outside of productivity is hard. But that's what I help women do. If you want to be able to say a resounding yes to everything that matters most and a hell no to everything else, then I'd love to work with you. I have an online community for women that's free to join. I also do small group coaching and one-on-one coaching packages customized to you and what you need. Some people just need a a jumpstart and others need ongoing accountability. You do you. Learn more at JanessaDurani.com or check out this week's show notes. And next week, let's talk about lists. Let's do Ditch the List. Join me next week.